This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath. If you are staying with me from the first hour, fantastic. This is the more risque hour, as I like to say. Delving a little bit deeper into some of those sex subjects that you all love to learn about. Um, first thing I wanted, this isn't the sexiest thing ever, but I do want to mention that uh, vaginal dryness is a big problem for a lot of women. Uh, it can lead to painful sex, and it can then lead to low sexual desire. If you're in a sexual relationship, if you are not in an intimate relationship, vaginal dryness still may plague you. It's very uncomfortable, apparently, to walk around with a dry vagina. And um, there is uh, there are a couple of treatments, but um, one in particular that I recommend is Gynotroph. It's Health Canada approved. It is all natural. I was talking about some all natural things, but I happen to know this is hyaluronic acid, vitamin E, uh, are some of the ingredients, and it's a it's a lubricant as well. So not only is it a personal moisturizer for you ladies, it is also a lubricant, and so you can use it during sex if you are sexually active. So it's actually a gel. It's um, you know a lot, we we have it in our in the doctor's offices. It's an over the counter um, treatment. You can pick it up at London Drugs, uh, Shoppers Drug Mart, so you can easily get it. You can always email me. Um, I had a patient in my clinical practice this week, and she was uh, newly divorced. She was about 52, 53 years old. She met somebody in at work, and they were just having a lustful time, uh, lots of attraction there. And she, they were sexually active, began a sexual relationship quite rapidly. And then all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> the vaginal dryness struck as it can and she was having painful sex, but she didn't want to end the relationship, and she was incredibly embarrassed. And so she'd heard me talk about this particular subject on the air before, in particular, Gynatroph, G-Y-N-A-T-R-O-F. Anyway, get your sexy back, ladies. Uh, that's the one that I recommend, especially if you are in a sexual relationship, because it can not only be used as a personal moisturizer, but also as a lubricant. So... um and uh, check the label on your things. Don't forget. So in this uh, half an hour, we're going to be talking, or this hour, actually, second hour of the show, we're going to be talking a little bit about self-acceptance. How important is that to a happier life and ultimately a happier relationship? I mean, I think if people are, are chasing things falsely, um, it can lead to a lot of miser- misery. But once you just accept who you are and that you're just as good as anybody else and you're not any better than anybody else, but you're no worse then I think uh, life is an easier path. And how about sexual rejection for men? How does that affect your relationship? And what is that like for you guys? How difficult is that? It's not necessarily what what we think or what, what somebody might think that a man would react, uh, how a man would react if he is rejected in the bedroom, especially repeatedly. What does that do to his psyche? I'm going to tell you about that. Also, some vices that will help you lose weight. There are three that I'm interested in, but there's eight of them. Also going to be talking about some of the challenges that new moms face after the baby is born. And yes, sex is one of them. Sex is one of the biggest challenges. And so how do you bring that spark back, uh, 
set your priorities properly. Make sure that you remain a sexual woman if that is your desire and uh, and the importance of that for your relationship and for your sense of yourself and your sexual self-esteem, all really important in life. And sometimes having a baby or more than one might change that for people, especially if they're not mindful. So I'll have some suggestions for you tonight on that as well. Uh, Also going to be talking about one of the sadder subjects, uh, which is domestic violence. And there was a physician in Toronto who was leaving her husband, and she was um, allegedly killed by him. He was a neurosurgeon himself, and they had three children together. And her life is no more. Snuffed out, cut short, mother of three, the holiday season. How horrific is that? It's absolutely horrific. And Matt, I know you sent me an article, which I haven't had a chance to read yet, so I don't want to talk about it, um, about a young woman from Regina. Yeah, who it, yeah, it was really scary. I'll, uh, I'll just, there's one, one thing I want to read here, but she um, had separated from her ex-husband and started receiving really disturbing text messages, like something along the lines of, oh, I just picked up this nice soft rope and I'm out with our son. And then a couple hours later, she sends he sends a text of a noose. Oh, look what I've just made. So that she goes into um, the police. They don't believe her. They tell her, you know what? That's what's wrong with people like you. You see something on TV and you think it's going to happen to you. She apparently got so sick and tired of every four months uh, going into the police and hearing this, uh, we're not going to help you because we don't believe you story, that she finally... She went higher than the, than the police, and now it's on CBC. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, you know, we really have to pay attention to this. Domestic violence and domestic abuse uh, is so much more common than we think. We turn a blind eye to it. We judge women. We say, why doesn't she just leave him? Well, the death of the Toronto family physician, Dr. Elena Frick-Shamji, at the hand, allegedly, of her neurosurgeon husband, uh, she was trying to divorce uh, Spark has certainly prompted us to rethink this. She was leaving him. She had filed for divorce. and But that is one of the most dangerous times in a woman who's being abused by her partner in a relationship. That is one of the most, um, one of the biggest challenges facing women who are trying to flee these abusive relationships. And this intimate partner violence you know, if you're in stuck in that, you're stuck in that because when you try to leave, your life is in much more danger. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because in the article it says that that the police just seem to think that if the woman's not willing to leave, then they don't need she they don't they don't need to help her. And that's why the education is so important about relationships and we need to have this we actually need to have this conversation before people get into these relationships. And, and one, I think one bit of wisdom, one piece of great advice, if you tell your daughters nothing else, tell them this. If he hits you once, leave. If he hits you once, leave. He will hit you again. It is true over and over and over again. That is the truth. Have no shame. It does not matter what faith you are because a lot of religions 
put I have a, a fellow that's been emailing me about the from a result of my TED talk and he's a Catholic guy and he is so he's in a loveless marriage. He married somebody he doesn't love and he's so ashamed to leave because he's afraid he's going to be excommunicated or judged by the Catholic Church. But I mean that's just another reason people are too embarrassed to to go to actually leave those abusive relations. But one hit, that's the time to go. Because once the abuse is perpetuated, the the power shift, you know, a, your life becomes much more dangerous when you try to leave, especially if it's been going on for a protracted period of time. So it's this this needs to be discussed, this needs to be talked about, um, because these are not normal breakups. These are if there's a history of violence in the marriage, this is the most dangerous time for people, uh, for women to leave. 80% of victims in police reported intimate partner homicides are women. Okay, so a lot of people will say, yes, women abuse men, absolutely, physically too, but 80%, it's women. 26% of all women who are murdered by their spouse had left the relationship. That's a very statistically significant number. 70% of spousal violence is not reported to the police. We need to start reporting. The police need to be educated. And we need to put an end to this. At least we need to put a dent in it. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I'm accredited mortgage professional Angela Calla. When I saved single mom Shelly $2,700 a month on her mortgage, she and her two teenagers found comfort, financial security, and new friends in the Angela Calla mortgage team. Yeah, I'm literally saving over $2,700 a month. I'm very happy. <laughs> but also because I'm going to have an extra $2,700 that I can save for the future. The Angela Calla team can save you money on your mortgage, and their service is free. AngelaCalla.ca I have a good feeling about this year's team, Shorty. Me too, Neil. It's a team of winners. Yep. A team of champions. Yes. My prediction? We hoist a cup this spring. Cup? My prediction is another record-breaking year for the Moriato Group. That's a team you can count on year in and year out, Shorty. It is. The Moriato Group. Mori Nissan, Mori Mazda, Mori Infinity, and Mori Auto Body and Glass. Delivering the best car buying experience for over 50 years. A well-designed fire safety plan helps both occupants and first responders in coping with emergency situations. Get protected with Bartek. Bartek Fire Safety will develop a fire safety plan specifically for your strata or commercial property, ensuring both residents and first responders have the information they require. Serving Metro Vancouver for more than 35 years, you can trust the experts at Bartek. Get a free estimate at bartekfire.com. That's bartekfire.com. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting this show for you. We're talking sex, of course, as we do every Sunday night here. Hey, Matt, um, I forgot to tell you that my TED Talk 
has had the million views. It's gone over the million mark. I was going to bring that up because as soon as you mentioned it, I was like, oh, I wonder where it is. And I was trying to remember that. <laughs> we had a little we had a little bet. We had a little bet. I yeah, can't remember. I someone said before Christmas and someone said just I after. I think you said before Christmas and I thought it would be after Christmas. But a million people, or a million But who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who's obsessing? And you know what? I was told. I wanted to wait till it hit a million before I said this. I was actually told by somebody. All right, I'll tell the whole story. Uh, after I I prepared that for a year, I had about 150 drafts. I mean, it wasn't perfect in the end. And you think put all that work into it for that. But anyway, um, I I worked really hard on it. That's the point. And so after I went to the after party, and one of the people of the you know one of the powers to be, shall we say, said, "What did you think of your talk?" And I said, "Well, it doesn't really matter what I thought of it. What did you think of it?" And he said. Nobody will watch it. And so I started to cry. <laughs> Nobody will watch it. And I said, um, he said it, w- it was too long. And so I took my marbles and I went home. <laughs> it was under 20 minutes. No, it was 21.32. Oh. 21.32. And they're supposed to be 18. Tisk tisk. Anyway, so I, um, he wanted me to edit it severely. And I, uh, a very good uh, friend and colleague of mine who's a, physician who said, you know, this information needs to get out there about the sexless marriage. Um, He accidentally saw it. And he said, if you want to please the TED people, cut it, edit it. If you want to please the world, keep it the way it is. And I took his advice. And, uh, and so it's had over a million views. And and, uh, and the world is siding with you right now. The world so. is siding with me right now. So I shouldn't have taken my marbles and gone home. No, I was absolutely like just done and uh, on that particular night. But I, I, it was just like kind of the, you know, think about what you say to people. Don't be so mean. And, you know, I, I'm trying to grow skin as thick as a rhinoceros, as Hillary Clinton advised <laughs> many years ago. Um, but it's tough, you know, because you're just like you're, you're you've given it all. Your adrenaline's rushing, and you know I'm sure that happens a lot, and it certainly happens a lot uh, for men in relationships. You know, they're they might be coming home, they've had a hard day at work. If they're working, that's great, and uh, if you like to work, that's even better. But you're driving home, and you're feeling good, and things have gone well. You've had a great day and you're in the mood to make love you get home you might pour a glass of wine turn on some music your partner comes home and you're like yay you know you're still attracted to the person and and you're to the woman and you start start to make sexual advances and all's right with the world and you suggest hitting it upstairs in the bedroom and your partner pulls away and you quickly notice that your partner is not in a great mood. They tell you they had a long day. They're tired. That's the number one reason for low sexual desire in women. Uh, this is a scene all too common that I hear about from the men in my clinical practice. And most women uh, would feel a bit hurt if they were the sexual initiator in this scenario um, but a lot of women would probably be like, eh, I got something else to do. You know, I'll, I'll go figure out the color. I should paint the ceilings, maybe. Uh, maybe take a nap, whatever, wash my hair. Uh, <laughs> the excuses are endless. But we tend to think that this sexual rejection doesn't hurt men. But sexual rejection, as it turns out, hurts men a lot more than we ever would have thought. And this is based, the reason we think that sexual rejection doesn't hurt men is related to the masculinity theory. 
that we, it is believed that men desire sex for physical or surface level reasons. In other words, they don't care about the intimacy. They don't care about the emotional connection. That could not be further from the truth. And if there's a guy out there that's disagreeing with me, give me a call. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. If you want to share your story, if you've ever had experience sexual rejection. Oh, we have someone right here in the studio who has. <laughs> Matt? You're, I didn't want to speak up too loudly, but you're really describing the end of my relationship that ended in March. Have you gotten over that relationship yet? I th- no, I have. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely kidding. happily moved on, but it was um, the last six months of the relationship. And did, you're, you're, this is just exactly... And, you know, you wanted the emotional connection with her, I presume? Yeah, I tried a lot of different things as well to get her in the mood, cleaning the place, um, making her f- favorite meal. Trying everything. Tried everything. I think the biggest one was a guy who bought a $20,000 diamond ring in hopes that his fiance would have sex with him. Guess but, what? Know, I bought her a diamond too, and it didn't work. Guys do a lot of things to try to get the woman in their lives to have sex, but a lot of men initiate sex, and I mean, men generally are the initiators, but if their efforts are rejected, we think it can't hurt because they've only missed out on the physical act. And, you know, a lot of people think that, or a lot of women think that men just want to have sex for the physicality of it, but that's definitely not true. Um, There's a sexual script theory, and that's what that uh, men only need to have sex for their physical satisfaction. Um, and, and this also, this sexual script theory suggests that in heterosexual relationships anyway, men should initiate sexual activity and women should be the gatekeeper, the one who says yes or no to the sexual advances, the one who holds the power, the one who decides. If men initiate sexual activity more often, it follows then that they actually would experience more sexual rejection. It's actually harder for guys to be rejected sexually than it is for women. And this can lead to a whole host of other problems. We we think that rejection can't hurt men. We think that men don't have feelings. We also, on some level, think that men expect to be rejected. This is outrageous. Because of what I'm talking about here seems to be more likely that it will happen to a man, it doesn't mean that it's easier for a man to handle. In fact, it's the opposite. This could be the problem out there, ladies. This could be it. This is why a million people have watched my TED Talk. And some guys have gotten upset at my TED Talk and said, because I kind of made a few jokes about man cold, you know, for richer or poorer, we're going to have to go for richer. We're working inside and outside of the home. And, you know, you're married for better or worse and, you know, sickness and in health until you heard about the man cold. But anyway, that talk was actually a talk for men. And, and the women were, you know, I was kind of telling the women like it was. Um, so go beyond the five minutes, the first five minutes, guys. Um, but this... Rejection, the sexual rejection will actually hit at a man's confidence and ego, and then it may lead to a decrease in sex. And this is according to a new research study uh, that um, actually took a look at 
100 couples between the ages of 30 and 65 who were in long-term heterosexual relationships. Uh, and the, re- the, the study is How Sexual Rejection Affects Men in Relationships by Sarah Hunter-Murray, Ph.D., and this is around myths of desire. So there are so many myths around sexual desire. We expect men to have always have sexual desire, but when men are rejected repeatedly, it's going to have an impact on their sexual desire. Then they're not going to want to bother. It's going to hit their confidence level. That's going to impact their jobs. It's going to impact how impact how they are in a relationship. Uh, so in her research, she interviewed um, many many couples, but also men between the ages of thirty and sixty five who were in long term relationships more than fourteen years, or on average. And there were times when men felt less desire and felt no desire at all. And they, almost every single man in this research study actually reported that their sexual desire and often their sexual self-esteem or their self-esteem decreased when their sexual advances were rejected. These are guys in their 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s. And, you know, when you're the one always making the moves, I know what you're talking about. No. (laughs) When you're the one and your partner's always the one saying no, 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 you can start to get, you know, a lot of men reported getting depressed. A lot of men reported just kind of giving it up, just kind of resigned to the fact that they weren't going to have sex with their relationship. It wasn't perceived as the partner doesn't feel like having sex right now because you know what? Quite honestly, that happens. Like People do honestly get headaches. That's not a total fake on women. Um, or, you know, they get the flu. They don't want to have a sex when they have a fever. You know, guys will want to have sex even if they have uh, a fever and they're nausea, vomiting, the whole thing. Um, but that happens. And so there are certain circumstances when it's real. But the the feeling is you know when when it's real and normal the feeling isn't my partner doesn't want me but when it's repeated rejection the 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 sense the feeling according to this research is that my partner doesn't want me and so who doesn't want to be wanted we actually all want to be wanted on some level and loneliness elevates blood pressure by increasing per- peripheral vascular resistance uh, so, you know, that is why talking about sex and having a sexual relationship uh, is important, especially if you're in a relationship. It is actually really important. So think about that. When you reject uh, somebody or a lover in your life, um, somebody that's important to you, somebody you want to remain in that relationship with. Think about just how many times are you rejecting that person and the impact your rejection may have on that person's confidence, self-esteem, and ego. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. I am Maureen McGrath hosting the show for you. It's always my pleasure to talk about sex and relationships. And I was just talking about rejection that men might feel when they are always the initiator. And Mark has been so gracious as to hang on the line. Hello, Mark. Hey, how are you doing? Fine, thanks. How are you? 
Oh, okay, I guess. Oh, good. Been rejected lately? <laughs> well, yeah, you could you could say that. I guess it's not really her fault. I mean, she's she's a wonderful woman and everything. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't you know uh, question that. But what it is is that uh, the rejection, a lot of it, comes from the fact that we have uh, she has a twenty-five-year-old son who lives in the same apartment with us. Uh, his bedroom is right next to ours. And so she doesn't feel comfortable being intimate. And uh, so as a result, you know, I've said to her, well, you know, he's 25 years old. He should be out on his own by now. Obviously. I think. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're not, uh, we're not being a couple. You know, and frankly, I'm feeling uh, very rejected by it all because basically, you know, I get turned down a lot and, you know, as a result. And uh, I put up with it now for a number of years. And, uh, but I don't know what else I can do, honestly. Wow. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's time for him to pack his bags and get out on his own into the world. He should have at least had a university education by now. Uh, is is he working? Well, he's working, yes, but he's not working enough, I guess, to to make a, a big difference or to put a dent in in things. Uh, so she says, well, he can't really afford to be out on his own. Yeah, but she's controlling him and she's making his decisions for him. He needs independence. He needs to get out there and work two jobs. If he well, if he can't afford it on one, he needs two. Is he paying room and board? No, he's not even paying that. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's called entitled, and uh, and that's what's the problem with the world today, and especially a lot of parents are trying to save their children, and they're trying to prevent them from ever having any problems, and they're not allowing them to be accountable or allowing them to fail. We learn the most from our failures, and I'd give them three months and say, you know, I think it's time you need to get out on your own and find a, a place to live because it's impacting our relationship. The other thing is he's 25 years old for crying out loud. Has he not heard two people have sex before? It's a perfectly natural thing. Do you wash your hair? Do you take a shower? <laughs> you can either have sex in the shower or, uh, you know, it's it's as normal as that. No, I, I know that. But it's like I'm afraid to hurt her feelings because I know she her feelings get hurt very quickly every time I bring it up and... He's a man for crying out loud. He could have children of his own. I know. Uh, you know, he doesn't even have a girlfriend, so I guess maybe he's not even... Uh... No wonder he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's not attractive to anybody. He's living in his mother's basement, if you will, and he is not even paying rent. He's not even fi- fiscally responsible. Nope. No. So he's never going to meet anybody. She's doing a tremendous disservice to him. You are oh, giving her a big gift. I, I tried to say that to her. I said to her, you know, I've been listening to Maureen McGrath. On the <laughs> Don't radio. say that, for God's sake. Well, no, I, I'm I just did. kidding. I, I admit it. I did say it. And I said, look, uh, you know, I mean, she has spelled this out many times that, you know, really, we need to have our own life and we need to be independent and so on and so forth. We need to be able to have sex in our own home. Exactly, and I can't even do that because basically, well, you know, we might make too much noise. You might hear it. Let him hear it. He might learn something. (laughs) That's possible. Yeah, let him hear it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, just mollycoddling him. I try to make up for it. I basically, I just go to work 
and I, I've been working now going on, uh, it's got to be close to 15 days straight, you know, just to be away from it because basically it's very distressing, honestly. Yeah. And did, could you relate to some of the feelings that I talked about in the previous segment about feeling rejected and feeling le- oh, yeah. that you have less confidence? Yep. Having exactly. an impact on your ego and, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, no doubt, because I, I find that I do very destructive things to myself, mostly. Such as? Now it's getting interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I like I, I, I drink more coffee than I normally do, uh, you know, um, you know, and things like that. And basically, you know, I'm not hurting anybody except myself. Why the coffee? Like, I, what? Well, just to stay awake mostly because I, I work at nighttime. So oh, I, oh, uh, I see. I, 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 drink, I was drinking a little bit of coffee. I had cut back on it. Okay. I, but one of the big risks of a sexless marriage uh, is um, cheating, infidelity. Yeah, I know. I, I, would, I wouldn't cheat on her, honestly. I, uh, she's, not, uh, she's not the type of girl that I would uh, go out and cheat on. Uh, She's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the the world uh, evolves around her for me. So that's part of the problem too. Um, but is it fair to impose that she's imposing fidelity on you because she's depriving you of sex? I don't know how often you're having it, but you know what? You're it's a it's a a biological need. It's you know. Well, yeah, but she'll complain because oh well, you know I'm. Uh, I'm experiencing uh, uh, difficulties with that sometimes. So I say, well, I'm experiencing difficulties because we haven't been practicing. <laughs> you know, I you're having difficulties, that. or she is. I am. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Practice makes perfect. Well, you've got a few issues there. You have to stand up, find your voice, uh, and do do him a your stepson a great service. And he's got to man up and get out. And you yeah, need to have your home to yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. No. I agree. Thank you very no, much. I just, that was your, I, I've only heard your side. I'll have to hear your wife's side, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, yeah. no it's always fair to hear both sides of the story, right, yeah. uh, in sure. anything. So for those of you who think I've sided with Mark, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for your call. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. All right, you're welcome. Take care. Okay, that sex thing, you know, it's um, it's a big problem. It can cause a lot of issues, and especially after you've had a baby. And there are some common new mom challenges out there, and one of them has to do with sex. I mean, you may get low sexual desire after you've had your baby. There's instruction, of course, from physicians not to have sex after until six weeks postpartum. But many women will experience vaginal dryness, and they'll experience, because of the low or decreased estrogen receptors in the urogenital tract or the vagina. And and so sex can be painful. Sex may not feel as good as before. There may be some vaginal laxity. Uh, that's another issue as well. And so sex may not feel the same as it did prior to having that baby. So uh, Gynotroph, once again, is great for new moms to use. And... Um, it's a lubricant as well as it is has Health Canada approval for uh, vaginal atrophy, vaginal dryness, um, which many moms will face. And breastfeeding will actually bring that on as well, will actually uh, contribute to decreasing 
um, estrogen receptors in your vagina. So breastfeeding, again, that's another struggle. Many women struggle with breastfeeding. We think that nursing or breastfeeding comes naturally. Absolutely not. It's very challenging for a lot of women and a lot of nurses in, today in the hospitals. You know, they're just lactation-friendly hospitals, and they judge. They don't want to. They try not to, but they judge anyone who is bottle-feeding. So for sure, moms feel intense pressure from friends, mothers, sisters, doctors, nurses to nurse their baby, to breastfeed their baby. And the entire medical community recommends breastfeeding, entire one except for me. I say, do what works for you. Do what will help your baby gain weight. I mean, I, I've known patients whose babies have been deemed failure to thrive. It's a medical term when they're not uh, gaining weight or not at an appropriate weight. And so they've been failure to thrive babies because they are feeling that they have to breastfeed. So it's not for everybody. And and sometimes you can breastfeed all day and just give a bottle at night. And I just say that. I'm sure that the um, La Leche League is going to be calling me next. Um, but, you know, that can be a big problem for women. Uh, also, you might hate your husband after you have a baby. That's not uncommon because all of a sudden you're doing all the housework and the, the duties at home and you're breastfeeding and you're uh, doing everything. And all of a sudden the the father seems to have this intense pressure to make all this money, and so they may put a little bit more emphasis on working, and so that's their responsibility. So you got to cope with that, and you just keep in mind, you know, empathy is key here, and you want to make sure that you understand that your spouse is probably doing the very best that he can, and it's important to talk with your husband about, uh, or your partner, or whomever, uh, whether you're in a same-sex relationship or heterosexual relationship, uh, let each other know what each other needs from each of you. Did I include everybody there? Of course, body image is going to be a big issue, and so you might feel kind of chunky. You might have varicose veins. Your hips might be a bit wider. Your hair might be falling out. You might feel less than sexy after you've had that baby. Your breasts can be really large and leaking from every orifice, uh, it's not the prettiest picture. But, you know, you got to remind yourself that the extra padding serves a very good purpose. It'll help store the energy in the fat that you need to successfully breastfeed if you are doing that. Uh, you might, might want to exercise. Get that stroller out and head on out there. Don't focus on losing weight. Don't start to become a garbage can for your children. If you have, have other children, don't eat, start eating off their plates. If you're, you know, they, uh, kids obviously never eat everything on their plates. And so you don't want to actually clean up after them that you're the garbage can. So, you know, just watch what you eat. Be careful about it. Be mindful. Don't think, oh, I'm breastfeeding. I'll need so many more calories. You know, a healthy diet should be adequate. You might be confused about work. Should you go back to work? If I go back to work, am I being a good mother? You know, you don't have to be so perfect. Another worry that um, many women face after they have a baby. They feel like they shouldn't live in sweatpants. Why not? A, a lot of people, but you know what? I actually do think as time goes on that it's important to, to uh, look at yourself and make sure that you're as healthy as possible. Get exercise. Eat properly. Eat properly. And also, you know, yeah, take care of your body. Don't let yourselves go. You know, I, I look around. I'm 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 a total uh I'm just not good about overweightness. 
<laughs> How do I say that nicely? But I think it's really unhealthy, and and I and a lot of people just let themselves go, and I don't think that they should. It takes it takes work. People will say, you know, patients come into my office and they go, I want to be trim like you, and I'm like, well, you have to eat like me, you know. Like I for for lunch today, I had ground tofu, mush, sautéed mushrooms, onion, pepper, and bean sprouts and mustard and ground tofu like it's good you know it's healthy it's really healthy and it fills you up like crazy but you know what it's low fat and um or good fat so if i throw avocado on it or something but you know what i eat egg whites and vegetables and berries and plain yogurt so you got to eat like that people say oh i never eat but you know they never eat and it's like well you don't get to 220 pounds by not eating so be real about yourself um and you know what just Sleep when your baby sleeps. Don't feel like you have to empty the dishwasher. Anyway, keep your relationship as the most important aspect after you have a baby. That's my wisdom for tonight. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. The Transportation Investment Corporation is launching a new marketing campaign touting the benefits of the Portman Bridge. We want drivers to be aware that the Portman Bridge is also safe fast and reliable and also more expensive reduce the tolls more people will use the bridge that will make up for the revenue that you lose from reducing the tolls doesn't that seem kind of simple the simi sarah show weekdays at 10 on news talk 980 cknw this holiday indigo chapters and coals invite you to make it merry make it merry make it easy on now it's our toy bogo event buy a toy and get one half price when you buy one toy you'll get the second toy at 50 percent off so you can check everyone off your list Offer available in store or online. Shop Indigo.ca 24 hours a day. At participating Indigo Kids locations, some conditions apply. See Indigo.ca for details. Drop off food to the food bank. Check. Deliver toys to the toy drive. Check. Test drive a Volvo. Check. At Volvo, everything they do starts with people. So this holiday season, when you take their thoughtful test drive, Volvo will donate to United Way. And for a limited time, save up to $4,000 on the 2017 Volvo XC60. Plus earn 100,000 aeroplan miles with purchase. Slide into the XC60. Available at your lower mainland Volvo retailers in Vancouver, North Vancouver, and Surrey. Online at volvocars.ca. An angel ornament is hung on the tree. It sparkles in the light. But it sparkles most in the hearts of those this angel will help. The 2016 Angel Campaign in support of VGH and UBC Hospital Foundation. Your donation will help buy critical equipment, fund life-saving research, and advance patient care. Honor your angel with a donation today at vghfoundation.ca slash angel. That's vghfoundation.ca slash angel. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Uh, you know, it is Christmas time, and I forgot. I wanted to give out a few gifts there. If you want to give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. On my website, I have these. Um, I talk often about the silver balls. that, um, And, you know, since it's silver bells, <laughs> silver balls. Well, I have some gold balls for you. Uh, They are some Benoit balls. They will help with um, if you lost your balls. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you have none. Joking, of course. (laughs) Um, But the best thing that they're for is to increase sexual arousal, 
So you can run them under warm water or cold water and then insert them into your vagina before you go upstairs, head on upstairs or wherever. Maybe you live on a, in a ranch or a house or all, all in one level or in an apartment. And anyway, before you go into your bedroom or wherever you go, you like to copulate, <laughs> wherever that may be. Um, so you can insert those balls there, and that'll that'll actually help to increase arousal, uh, get you feeling a little bit in the mood, but they'll also help with your pelvic floor. So if you have leakage of urine, um, they will they will help to strengthen your pelvic floor. So you can put those in and do some Kegel exercises, and that will also help sexual sensation. So 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you want to win this little package uh, because it also includes some sexy underwear that happens to be absorbent. So no guys are calling in for this one. Um, that happens to be absorbent, um, but you can uh, win my little silver balls holiday package for you. So uh, you got to... <laughs> You got to talk to me. Of course, don't be afraid to talk about these issues. I'm more than happy. In fact, a friend of mine said today that I I talk all the time. I can't believe that. I tried to say that I talk all day with patients and everything. And then when I go home, I kind of like to be quiet. Uh, I do have quiet times. And, and she said, no, you're never quiet. But anyway, I think that I am. She, how does she know? She doesn't live with me. Um, but anyway... Uh, I do quiet down. Honestly, I do. And I have Kim on the line. Hello, Kim. There. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's a very good program tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Well, you won the prize package. Thanks. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> you know, I'm excited. Oh, good. Yeah, I have more. I'll give out more of these Benoit balls if you want. Yeah. So did you? would you like the Benoit? I'm going to mail them out to you. Is that okay? Well, that'd be beautiful. Thank you. All right. So- if you wouldn't, uh, yeah, exactly. If you wouldn't mind leaving all of your information with Matt. Um, I will, and I'll let you know how they work because I do have um, issues with... Um, Leakage? Yeah, and I've had a few surgeries, so... I'm throwing in the underwear, too. Did you know that? Oh, the uh, The sexy underwear. It's lacy, okay. and it's absorbent. It's called Vita Protection. Oh. It's also available at London Drugs. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'll toss that in the little holiday package for you. Santa came early. Yes, absolutely. Wrap it up and put it under the tree. Yeah, oh. let me know how you like both of them. I would really appreciate that, actually. Because I, I think those underwear, I don't leak urine, but if I did, I would definitely <laughs> wear <laughs> If I did, I wouldn't say it on the air, but anyway. <laughs> but right. I don't. No. I won't. Yeah, but nobody knows who you are. No. <laughs> you could be giving me another name. You could be Dave and calling no. yourself Kim. No, okay. I usually go by Mary Ellen. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you'll have to give your real name to Matt, and anyway, we'll I'll ship that out to you this week. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you very much. Same okay. to you. So, in order to have a wonderful, I'll I'll give some more away if other people want to call me up and uh, and do that. So you can take more calls six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. Remember, leaking urine is never normal, and I can help you out with that. Um, we should do a show on that too, because there's lots of other things you can do, um, like bladder irritants, reduction of bladder irritants and, um, urge suppression and lots of things, making, taking care of your constipation. So don't be constipated. But I was quite interested to see that, um, there are certain things that will help you lose weight. Some vices that might help you lose weight. How great is that? And I was interested in 
the three that only I would be interested in, which would be sex, fat, and chocolate, and in that order, okay? Well, no, sex, chocolate, and fat. Okay, let's get real here. Let me be honest with you. So you can actually um, also wine is... um, Wine has some benefits. They come from the chemicals found in the grape skins. And so elagic acid has been shown to change the way fat genes express themselves. And that boosts your metabolism and slows the growth of existing and new fat cells. So have a little bit of wine, red and or white. Red has the antioxidants in it. Get some sexual healing, of course. Um, You know, there's a uh, release of the love hormone. And that love hormone release can actually reduce belly fat, which is a big problem. I have a uh, friend of mine uh, who's single at the moment, and she said she was going to go on to Match.com or Plenty of Fish, and then she said she was going to make as one of her prerequisites um, no belly fat (laughs) in the guys. You know, you got to be very careful of those online dating sites. I've had a few issues recently. Some of my patients have told me about that. They actually, you know, said that they like golfers or that they like tennis players that they like, but you know, people who want to get into a relationship and then they've, you know, the guys that they've been fixed up with have, you know, basically been plucked from the pub down the street and they don't even like golf or whatever. So be really careful who you give your money to. Um, anyway, but definitely eat some chocolate. Um, that will help you to lose weight. Of course, it's the dark chocolate, unfortunately. I'm not sure that the dark chocolate Himalayan salt caramel from Purdy's that I love so much will actually help you to lose weight. I have Maxine on the line. Hello, Maxine. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. I'm so glad glad to be listening to your show. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. That's so nice of you to say. Women supporting women in the real way. Oh, no kidding, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had a tough time. I never even got into my little situation. But women need to support other women. Women need to stop picking other women's brains and, you know, stop asking women to say, you know, can you do all of this for me? Can you fly here and and come to our meeting and speak and we're not going to pay you because we've heard you're so generous? <laughs> anyway, it's not about me, Maxine. Uh, it's about you. My, my favorite is take my advice. I don't use it. A- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So do you want to win some Benoit balls? I do. Fabulous. Okay. Do you need the underwear too? No, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, we'll send you the Benoit balls. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for the call. I think we probably have to go to break. Is that right? Yeah, just give your um, information to my my board op, the best board op this side of the Mississippi. (laughs) Uh, Matt. Anyway, so we're going to go to break, and then we're going to come back and wrap this baby up. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Now. The Rundown. The Go Ballet presents The Nutcracker for eight shows December 15th to 20th at the Center for Performing Arts. The Enchant Christmas Light Maze and Market is on now, including a massive light maze and 64-foot Christmas tree. The Corleone Men's Choir performs Christmas Favorites December 16th to 18th at St. Andrew's Wesley's United Church downtown. And it's a Vancouver New Year's Day tradition. Salute to Vienna is back at the Orpheum featuring the VSO. Check out these jolly savings at PharmaSave. Now until Thursday, get four bags of Old Dutch Salty Snacks for $10. 
three 12 packs of 355 ml Coca-Cola products for $9.99. And now available, the official Canucks calendar, $8.99, exclusively at PharmaSave, Canada's community pharmacy for 35 years. Live well with PharmaSave. At participating BC locations, limit supply, no rain checks. News Talk 980 CKNW, a course entertainment company. Staples Holiday Hotline, make them sit up. This is the Baroness Von Ponce. I wish to arrange a large canvas print of myself. No problem. It's for the cabana. Uh-huh. I've hired a new pool boy. So you've got a pool then? No, why? Staples Holiday Hotline, make them sit up. Just shut it, Coco! Hey, hi, how are you? Do you have uh, noise-canceling headphones? Yes, by Bose. Oh, that is great news. Go walk yourself and bring a bag this time! The holidays. Imagine. Staples. Make more happen. Hi, this is Daryl from Save On Foods with another Western Family Quality Moment. Like the halls are decked and holiday celebrations have begun moment. Whatever the moment, make the most of it with delicious, affordable food everyone loves. Because all of Western Family products feature the highest quality ingredients that turn everyday occasions into moments to be savored. It's the food they love and the amazing value you deserve. Quality ingredients, quality moments from Western Family at Save On Foods. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show. I was reviewing everything I spoke about tonight and wondered if I covered everything. I forgot about Mpreg, and that is the latest in online porn. The newest porn genre is pregnant men giving birth. Can you believe it? Anyway, I'll believe anything these days. Thanks so much for listening. Head to my website, backtothebedroom.ca. Go visit the TED Talk on YouTube, TEDx, Maureen McGrath, Sexless Marriage masturbation, everything else. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at back, the number two, the bedroom. Matt, thanks so much for all of your assistance tonight. Great board op. I am Maureen McGrath. You have been listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.